Welcome to Talking During Movies, the podcast where we take key moments and quotes from a film to drive the conversation. Today was a fun one. My good friend for nine years, Stephanie Silver at Envision Creative and I talked over the horror film, The Babysitter, that was done by Netflix. Good flick, not great, not terrible. We had a fun conversation. We did it, of course, at the world-famous Dirty Bills, www.com dirtybillsaustin.com where you can get your gear or go visit them in person 511 west rio grand we uh we got inside there stephanie opened it up and guess what my friend steph she brought me treats hey future guests just a just a little snaggle there she brought me some beers we talk about those she brought some chips she brought some salsa a little bit of everything it was uh it was a lot of fun we had a great conversation at one point in time it gets a little loud because i scared her uh, she was, we were kind of in the conversation. She was also kind of watching the movie. And it's kind of like, well, it's a lot like if someone's talking to you and looking at their phone. So I gave her a little boo and scared her. We also talked about babysitting, talked about being parents, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, it was good. Hey, Netflix. Yeah, this was a good one. Yeah, not all your films that you guys have done have been good. But this one, The Babysitter, I liked. It was very campy, very summer-esque, if you will. Uh, it was a lot of fun. As always, thanks to Dirty Bills for hosting us. And thank you, Stephanie, for the wonderful treats and for making the time on a Friday to come hang out and do this. Sorry, this is a little bit late getting out to you guys. We uh, had a meeting this morning, right? Sometimes work gets in the way and work got in the way today. So without further ado, here is Stephanie and I talking over The Babysitter from Netflix. Enjoy. And we are live. Party people. The first person to employ me in Austin, Texas, and still talks to me, <laughs> Stephanie, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you, Jason? Oh, another day in paradise. Yeah. Another day in paradise. So um, let people know a little bit about what you work on, what you've done, where you're at, all, all that crazy stuff. Oh, wait, before we do that, real quick, let's put these uh, microphones in our laps and let's, uh, let's open our beers. There we go, refreshment at its finest. So now, back to the introductions. Yes, sir. I'm Steph Silver, Vice President of Envision Creative. We are a marketing and advertising agency that does a kick-ass job of rebranding and branding uh, all sorts of companies, but a lot of success in the food and beverage industry. There you go. Uh, in fact, you brought me some treats over. Um, Who's the beer company that you brought over that I get to try? Shout out to Whitestone Brewery. They're in Cedar Stone. Park. They are, it's actually my favorite beer, not just because they are awesome and I love them, but what a great summer beer. Nice, I'm excited. Now I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try the Kolsch. I'm gonna figure out where I can pick it. Is it the IPA at uh, H-E-B? At H -E -B? Mm -hmm. Fantastic, I love the H-E-B. Uh, so I'm gonna pick them up. You also, you brought me some, some salsa? Ooh. Yeah, chips and salsa from Julio's. Uh, definite Texas. Uh, Colt classic. I'm in. I'm in. I'm a little hurt. No Nighthawk, but that's okay. Listen, we're going to get past it. It's harder to transport when it's 150 <laughs> degrees outside, but I also brought Texas Squeeze. Uh, it's a juice. Uh, I brought some apple juice for Harper. I uh, was also going to get some orange juice to put into your either margarita. It's a great little, Ooh. yeah, make it a specialty margarita or, um, you know, any 
other liquor. Any other liquor. I like it. Very nice. So today we are doing, by the way, oh, real quick, before we get into this, I got I to gotta pause this because I got to get our, our timing out. So we're at two minutes in, folks. So two, two minutes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You're queued up. Oh, didn't say the name of the movie, Jason. Calm down. It's the babysitter. And you'll get that in the intro at the beginning. So just mind your P's and Q's. The gentleman in here, the dad who's picking up this little girl, that guy right there. He was my neighbor when I lived in Hollywood. Oh. He had two large dogs, a very cute girlfriend. Originally, he was the DiGiorno pizza guy. Like, that was his big break. He was the delivery guy for DiGiorno. Nice. Yeah, and now he's his father. So the babysitter, it's Netflix movie, um, but breeding up into what is a, a cult classic of any kind, which is we all had babysitters growing up. Mm -hmm. Parents just blindly, especially you know, in our age time when, let's be honest, Parents just dropped you off with people. Like, there was Correct. no background checks. Correct. And, so and they is, could be, like, 12 years old. Yeah, 12 and you're 10. And they're like, well, she's older. Exactly. Like, Thanks. This is this sounds safe. So we've got bullies. We have babysitters. All things that are real today. The only thing that's changed is bullies are bigger assholes and <laughs> babysitters have better background checks. And online bullying. And online bullying. But this is a handsome young man. I'm sure he's got glasses on, but he's, you know, he seems to be better off than these these other gentlemen that are picking on him. Because um, he has glasses. Because he has glasses and it's like three chubby dudes. I mean, this is this is not okay. But it's also, it, it gets back to the mystery of what is babysitting. Do you have a, you have two kids. Correct. You let the strangers watch them? Only once. And Only it worked once. out really, really, really great. Um, I was on vacation and desperate to get away from the children, so. That's what every proud parent says. <laughs> Yeah, by the way, real quick, before you interrupt your short bit, can we talk about that really quick? Because parents need breaks. Oh, yeah. And if you admit that, there's this group of shitty people out there like, oh, you don't love your children. No, I love them so much that I need a break to remind myself yes. that I love them because children aren't amazing all the time. Not all the time. I actually, I tell my kids this, um, when I need to go to bed early and daddy or somebody else puts them to bed or when I need to have a girly night or whatever, I tell my kids, if you want me to be a not angry mom, then you need to <laughs> let me do this. <laughs> do you like me as happy mom or angry mom? Exactly. And they go, oh, okay, I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. And they're four and six and a half. So I'm training them early. That's how my, my daughter is. I'm like, hey, do you like dad frustrated or not? Because I like you happy. Listen better. Yeah. Uh, of course. Mm -hmm. Or hey. Go to bed now because we're going to get up early, but I will make you chocolate chip pancakes. Exactly. Or all this. Yeah. It, frustra it frustrates my wife because I will go out and do things. Like she will. She'll come home at 10. And one is a philosophy. She's just like, you're a parent. You shouldn't be out that late. I'm a little different. I'm like, stay as late as you want. You're with your friends or in town. I don't care. Right. But just don't slough off your duties the next day. Correct. And so I will still, I'll be the last person to go to bed in the house. I'll be the first person up. And then yeah, I'll make chocolate chip pancakes, mow the lawn, get ready. Uh, my buddy, Father John, he came out. We did four podcasts in two days. And uh, we did some back-to-back -back here at Dirty Bills. And one was an event with Teddy's for Betty's. And there was lingerie and adult toys and all this crazy stuff going on in here. And then we shot up to my buddy's secret studio and interviewed the band that did the theme song. And we're, we're running around and we came back down here. Still, like, let off some steam. We've been running around. I left my stuff at my buddy's house. And we come home at 2, 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. 
I'm up at 6.30. Yeah. We want some pancakes. We want some eggs. And then she's just like, oh, I don't like you being out that late. But also, I don't understand how you're up. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be up? Like, come on. Let's go. It's the day. Let's start it off. So Harper likes me happy. She likes it when I get to go out and do that stuff. Because then I'm still dad. I'm going to hang out and have a good time. Happy dad. Happy dad. Uh, so you had a good experience. I've, I've yet to... I've only used, I've, yeah, I've broken rules at daycare and I've hired the daycare teachers, yeah, the yeah, babysitters, which they're like, you can't do it. I'm like, I think every parent does it. It's the best option. It's hands down the best option. So I've done that. Uh, they've always been very nice uh, and very, very good with Harper. And she's our comfortable with them. Kids are used to it. Yeah. Kids are used to it. Neighbors, who, kids that she plays with. And then we've got that kid's spa. Yeah, that's awesome. Which I like. We, it's for not, the longest time, could only do grandma. Only do grandma. Yep. And she lived in Louisiana, so that was tough. So that's, that makes it a little difficult. Yeah. Um, and then I try to do friends, like close friends that uh -huh. my kids hung out with all the time. But my kid would literally scream at the door the entire two or three hours that we were gone, not eat dinner, and then fall asleep at the door hungry. So I decided not to do that anymore. By the way, I mean, we can channel that inner will. Yeah, no, he is really willful. Mm-hmm channel that into something maybe a little more positive or not yeah i mean just you know just channel it somewhere i agree you're gonna imagine if he was you he, know, he channeled it into learning the floss he's fantastic at it wow yeah i'm not good at flossing i just floss today <laughs> the, right the dance it's what all the kids are doing it's what all the kids are doing yeah my kid it's my, a ridiculous dance oh i never want to do it but he does it every five seconds in the target aisle the hub aisle at birthday parties it's fabulous well hey listen you got good teeth you got good teeth god bless him <laughs> i like that i'm in for the win on that one you know sorry dentists out there there was a weird thing it's um trojan makes products that inhibit the creation of new customers for them correct Cigarettes yeah. create products that kill their users. Mm -hmm. Two companies that are very successful that by using their product actually removes their customers. Mm. Over time. Over time. Yeah. Willful. Very interesting. So, babysitting, you, you grew up, uh, where'd you grow up, Seth? In the United States of America. <laughs> all of the western half of it. All over the western half of it. Uh, babysitters? Yes, my, uh, mostly my older sister who is five years older than me, mm -hmm. but uh, up in, I think she, she took over when I was about four, so she was nine, okay. and so she was babysitter from that point forward. Um, before that, it was randos. Uh, yeah. It was randos? Yeah. No idea who they were. Yeah, I don't remember. And I babysat when I was 13. I had a two-year-old and a five-year-old for a long time. But I mean, you took the CPR class for kids. Uh, no. No. Well, but I knew how to run to the bar to find my parents. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that's like... It's close enough. Yeah. Good enough for government work. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think, like, I don't remember, I remember bad babysitters. Um, I don't remember, but then again, like, I don't remember their names. And when I was, yeah. when I was growing up in Helena, Montana, I, we had random babysitters. I don't know how my parents found them. I yeah. mean, I, I don't, I don't know their, their social circle was one that, that was deliberate towards, oh, by the way, you know, here you go. This person's really, yeah, this is the person. My grandmother lived like 30 miles away, a little too far. Yeah. But I have one babysitter, and we're not even really a babysitter. So my, my parents didn't get along very well, and um, my mom and my, my real dad, or my mom and, or my real dad would just drop me off. 
And as I recall it, now mind you, I'm like five or six, so this could be skewed a little bit. But as I recall it, there's a middle place in between Helena, Montana and Townsend, Montana called Winston. And Winston is a bar, a post office, and a restroom mm -hmm. all in one building. Mm -hmm. And they would drop me off there. And I'd get a couple dollars from quarters. And I would do two things. First, I would put money in the jukebox and I would play Private Eyes and Man Eater. <laughs> but, all in a, but only Every those two time. songs. <laughs> only those two songs. And I would put. Man Eater, that's Man Eater, I know. I'm like, these, these ladies, watch out for them, gentlemen. <laughs> so there's this poor bartender watching me. As I'm doing that, and then I'm playing pool, trying to, just basically just hitting balls around, just being an asshole, for like 10, 15 minutes. So that means you've heard Maneater and Private Eyes like four times. Ah. Not okay. Yeah. Like, get this kid out of here. And I'm just dropping, oh, more quarters. This is going to be amazing. Please You're going to love this. Shout out yeah. to you, Tom. And uh, then, you know, my grandparents would come pick me up. Or, you like, know, how whatever. long? I mean, like 30 minutes, I'd be alone in a bar. Nice. By myself at like... Six. You know what I was thinking when I walked in here? Ah, empty bar during the day reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> the smell reminds me of my childhood. I remember in, outside of Clancy, Montana, there was a bar. They had a birthday party for me there. Oh, a yeah. Birthday. Like a clown came into the fucking bar. And then I got quarters to play Miss Pac-Man or Donkey Kong. While they partied. While they partied. Yeah. I won uh, dirt dart tournaments um, in, I think I was 12, in, in bars. I'm terrible at it now. Watch out. I will hit you in the eye. Don't invite but me. But back in the day. But I won tournaments. You can't, yeah. That's why they say, that's why there, there's I a I probably guy. spent more time in bars when I was 12 than now. Than you do now? Oh, I've evened it out. I'm like, eh, I'd like to get back to my youth. Let me just Hence recording in a bar. It's yeah. Like, I'd like to get back to my youth a little bit and maybe, you know, just hang out in a bar a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I was trying, yeah, I was, my dad let me play Keno. I want him money. Oh, nice. Too bad he didn't live in Vegas. I know. He would just, so we'd sit down in this, this chicken shack called the Hoth Rock. They wouldn't in Vegas. Though. No, they wouldn't. And I would walk up to the guy and be like, I need a Keno sheet. He goes, hey, Jason. And he knew my name. Yeah. This for Burnton? I go, yeah. Yeah. I'd grab one and I'd get the black crayon. My dad's like, all right, we're going to pick like 10 numbers and here's your dollar. And I'd pick the numbers. And if I win, of course, you know, he just took the money. Like, good job. And if I lost, he's like, what are you doing? Pick better numbers. Right. Come on. Come on. Come on. You're my muse. You're the kid. Come on. Yeah. Come on. You, you, you got the magic hat. Let's go. I was awful at it. Awful at it. But you know, at the same time, I mean, we won money. And then I'd take some of that money and I'd go to the gumball machine and grab a gumball and he'd get me a root beer. So I would have root beer and fried chicken, which is why I was such a fat kid. I mean, it's so good for you. <laughs> I mean, just root beer out of the gun. In a foamy mug, get the beer mug. This one to be cool, like my yeah, dad. And he would nice. just drink Rainier or Budweiser and have fried chicken. Mm. Nice. And the that's when it was buckets. And they would just bring that bucket buckets to the table and just set it down. There's like a bucket of fries, and then you just got a piece of wax paper. Yep. And just ate it up in your hands, down to your elbows. Classic. Is this still in Montana? This is in Montana. Hell in Montana. We're talking late seventies, early eighties. Long time ago. It's a great time to be alive. Great time to be alive. Um, yeah, you always, it was interesting. If you're into Coke and uh, If you stuff, are into so. booger sugar, that is a great time to be alive. <laughs> Miami Vice is just about to come on the air in like five years and be like, this is amazing. Let's have great a, time to be alive. I've got an idea for a business. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Yep. 
So, um, one of the... Is this the hot babysitter? No, that's the, oh. that's the hot mom. Can we talk about real quick? I don't understand. There's always an attractive mom. Well, not always. But that's what? the hot babysitter. Yes. She is way too hot. Way too hot to babysit and be nice, except for I think she sacrifices like a goat in their house or something. Ah, that's So, it. you got the, you got the very attractive mom who, um... I follow her on Instagram. She is uh, she's friends with some of the people here at 101X. Uh, my sometimes co-host Jason Dick, and uh, very nice lady. I can't remember her name now, but I follow her on the Instagram. And then this guy's very funny, playing the dad. But let's be honest, I don't believe she's Jason Dick and I have this thing. Let's ask you real quick, not on the topic of babysitting, but on the topic of men and women. I don't believe it when women say, "Oh, I just." He's just so funny. I love him for his personality. Oh, ah, uh, no! I think that's totally. I'm. I'm into it. I chose my husband primarily. He's hot. He's a really good looking guy. Yeah, but, but, but no. hold on. I mean, you know, I mean, I originally got attracted to him because he was super cute, and I thought he was nice. But it was definitely his humor that, that won you over. Kept but, with him. But you were initially, like, you didn't hear him yucking it up with some buddies across the bar. You're like, there's a funny guy I'd like to make me chuckle. No. But I would. Let me tell you, a friend of mine. Okay. A friend of mine asked me. By the me, way, have you done this with a babysitter? Have you done the dance thing? No. The coordinated dance routine? With the. With the super rabbit. Jiggle. By the way, um, I need, I need my, sexy with that Yeah, I need my what babysitter. She if him? she is spending the night with my 13-year-old son, I need her in longer pants yeah. and a less... Maybe we shirt. need to do this. Okay, this is it. Maybe See? we need to do a dance and run test with our babysitters to like if you run with your chest bouncing like that uh -huh. and your legs all out and what the yeah um, if this happens so <laughs> in your pool, uh, no, babysitter this happen, fired. I have two boys. They, you have two boys. Yeah, I have yeah. a daughter. I I just don't want my daughter to well to be this girl. Well, no, for I don't want her to be this girl just because she's gonna I think sacrifice someone later. I mean that's a different story, but with. Like yeah, I'm gonna have my babysitters do the dance test. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn on the um, a little older, a little more frugal. She's like, have you heard of the electric slide? Exactly. And you're like, That's my girl. You're hired. You're hired. Yeah. Have you heard the square dance? Uh huh. We can. We can do si do our partners, and our mm -hmm. partners will do si do. But you know what? If it's too much, then I'm like, oh, yeah, I got some trickery. What question did you ask me? Oh, funny. Yeah. Funny. Yes. So I had a friend who asked me, like, you know, we were drinking, doing drinking uh, games and stuff like that. And then she we was going to say we were doing drugs, but she she caught herself. <laughs> good, 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 safe. We were drinking. <laughs> some people might have been smoking, but no more drugs than that. Um, so one of the things he asked me um, was like, who would be your hot tub dream guy? Like, you, this ew! Is, first of all, gross. Hot tubs are disgusting. Well, that is true. But, are you hanging out in Steiner Ranch drinking? <laughs> and he's like, if we were married and we found some other couples that were attractive. No, this is my gay friend, my best gay friend. Okay. From the theater days. In, oh, I thought this yeah. was your future husband. No, 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 no. Sorry. Be like, I don't care how hot he is. Hot tub no, disgusting. my friend who was not my husband or my boyfriend at any time, he's gay and loves men and is now married, yay, for gay marriage, um, he, we, he, you know, asking everybody random weird questions, like, would you ever kind of situation, and uh -huh. the question was, um, 
Would you ever get in the hot tub? Well, <laughs> 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 You're like, well, no. No, no, because it's my own and <laughs> I know that it's heavily chlorinated. <laughs> exactly. And um, even that, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so it was kind of like who would be your cheat guy, right? Who okay. would be your cheat? But it was like if you had however many hours, like naked in a wherever, let's say not yeah. hot tub, wherever you feel comfortable. Um, okay. Mine was Stephen Colbert. And he, he was like, Fuck you, Stephanie. No, I'm asking like who. He's would like you, you pronounced Ryan Gosling wrong. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> Your non-regional like, diction no. from all over the okay, West Coast. Wrong. Let me rephrase. Who would you want to have sex with? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I really like Stephen Colbert. Just a good, just a, just a good Catholic boy. He's really yes. cute and he's really funny, and I kind of like that his ears are out weird. <laughs> Never noticed his ears. Don't pay attention, to Stephen Colbert. Totally lopsided, and one's like a wing. Uh, it's like. Pew. Is he like? Is he like a cute dog then? That's a weird. That's a that's a weird thing to say. You can say that about a guy, not a, not a female. Oh, like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't be like, so oh, she's got an ear out. She's like a cute dog. I'd adopt her. Be like, you, sir, are a horrible. Person. So here's the thing. I think that men and women's perception of men and women and what is hot and what is not is very very different. So what I think is hot, and this obviously is different per person, yeah. but what I think is hot in women is like this. Is the babysitter? Yeah, who has long short curly hair, short shorts, great bod, big boobs, um, you know, big eyes, eyelashes, thick lips, like the Angelina Jolie of women. You know, yep. it doesn't matter what color the hair. Um, on, a, on a rooster couch. That's not so sexy. But, um, awful couch. yeah, why did that home mom choose that couch? I don't know. Like, you uh, imagine he's like, you want to sit on my cock? And she's like, excuse me? He's like, it's my rooster couch. Yeah. That's, that's, how, it, she, that's, that's, that's how she wanted. That's how she wanted. That's how he wanted her. <laughs> it's, um, and, and here's oh, the thing. Like, yeah. I look at that woman, and the first thing I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, attractive. She did that to I the know. little kid. I did that. I, I look at that, I'm like, Attra uh, attractive, yes. But high maintenance, one thousand percent. Yeah. So I think that you know when those kind of chicks walk by, I'm like, don't look to my husband. I'm not really, but that's what I'm thinking. And he's just like, no, she's gross. I don't even think she's hot. And I was I mean, like, she's not gross. Don't even lie to me. She is so hot. And he's like, well, yeah, like hot, like a magazine kind of way. But I wouldn't want to date her. I wouldn't want to, like, there's no, I'm like, yeah, but we're not talking about dating, right? Yeah. And um, he's like, yeah, sure. But then I'd be afraid that I'd be stuck with her for a while. Like, I'd be stuck with her, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and it's then, like, then you're just humming, then you're just humming Huey Lewis in the News, I'm happy to be stuck with you. And my shirt, Huey Lewis in the News, what's up? Yeah, it's me. No, I knew I was going to be able to incorporate this shirt mm -hmm. into the conversation. I feel like I've won today. Can you incorporate my purple tank top? Of course I can. I'll figure something out. Don't you worry <laughs> about it. Uh, yeah. So, but the opposite, like, um, model guys, I want to look at, but I don't want to be with. Yeah. Yeah. They're boring. I mean, I maybe I haven't known enough of them. I mean, so my friend, I, I will call guys, my friend. if you want to introduce yourself to me and prove that you're not boring, that's totally fine. But challenge accepted, right? But we but. can still... I can still you can, you can be pen pals. introduce you to some friends if you are not boring. My buddy, who is he's a writer uh, for a, for a very famous uh, tabloid magazine, um, a very nice man, very handsome. Shots. I mean, he best is babysitters do shots. Best babysitters drink in front of the kids and be like, one day you can do this, but not, not, today. not today. Go up to your room and think Go about the time sleep. we swam together. <laughs> oh, and he will. Ooh, oh, and he she's will. creepy too. Oh, oh, he likes the creepy blondes. He does. So, but he's he's very handsome and, and you know just he's just a good looking guy. Uh, anyways, he um 
he's he's model-esque. He really is. Like people mistake him for models. And I, I've gone to events with him and they're like, oh, are you some of the talent? And he's like, no, I'm a writer. But he's got like the, the bike. He's got the whole thing. He's got he's got a whole presence about him that yeah. makes him model-esque. And he's also just well-built. Mm -hmm. I also beat him in basketball to the point that I made him throw up. So, so nan -na 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 boo boo stick your head in doo-doo, Mr. Hot Pants. Are you funnier? Um, yes, but he is way smarter. Uh, he will interject conversations. I was having a conversation with his girlfriend. He goes, Jason, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But it's just, it's my mind. It's the way I work. It's the thing I do. You, you kind of use that, that, that word wrong. You want to phrase it this way versus that way. Annoying. No, because he's really attractive. And when he does it, he's very kind about it. Is he cute about it? He really he is. And he also, he wakes me up every morning when I stay at his house. Every morning he wakes me up with a mimosa. And then every Why day, every day, every day, he pours me a red wine and gives me a chartreuse every plate. Every so day? you stay at his house? Yes, I stay at his house. I stay at his house all the time. I fly out light. I only stay at his house. And he's like, here's a chartreuse plate. And I just want to say, I don't eat pork products, but I know you like pepperoni, so I cut some up for you. And then I do sterilize the knife, but that's okay. I don't mind. And he does the whole thing. And then I was fucking with him, and I said, I'll make you guys dinner. And I just did chicken tacos, but I did it my way. And he gets done. So I took these really spicy habanero, um, diced up uh, tomatoes, mixed them all together. Then I added some cream to it. So you kind of got that, oh. And then we did these tacos. And he's like, this is the best Mexican food I've ever had. And there's a really shitty, famous Mexican restaurant called El Coyote in LA. And I start, like, here, like, but this is, this is, of course, it's a dive bar. So we've got famous people, pictures all around us with Dirty Bill, and we're having some fun. But this place like really puts like Bill Clinton's eating there, Obama's eating there, and it's horrible Mexican food. And I go, I look at him, and every person in LA knows it's not good. And I look at him, I go, better than El Coyote, and he's like, that place made me shit my pants last time I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's yeah. a low bar then. I have a low, low, low bar. Low so bar. did you play basketball with him right after that when his mouth no. was and his tummy were full of spice? So we 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 uh, we woke up the, we woke up that morning. There's a place called the uh, the Reckless Unicorn, which I wanted to go to <gasps> buy, to buy my daughter. Oh, I wanted to buy my daughter a gift from it. Yeah. So we the night before we went to this place called Little Dom's, very famous for their amazing Italian food, and we just all ordered what we wanted, and then we just went family style. And we just kept passing it around. Ah, my favorite. Favorite. You got to do family style. You're eating with people. You got. And the one thing my buddy noticed, he's like, I mean, he lets me stay at this place for free all the time. His girlfriend gives me her car to drive, to use whenever I want. What kind of car? Uh, it's a Honda, one of those little, it's not, it's a, the mid-range uh, SUV. Like a pilot? Or yeah, like a pilot. CRV? CRV, I think, or a pilot, one of the two. Yeah, cool. So I get to drive, it's brand new, I get to drive that around whenever I want to. They're so kind. So I fill her car up with gas just because it's the least I can do. And I take him out to dinner at a little dumb. So we're at little dumb's. And we're all laughing, we're having a good time, and there's a couple tables around us, and he's got his dog with him, handsome James Ferdinand, which is this 90-pound pit bull. That, by the way, is one of two pit bulls in, I believe, California, that is a certified therapy dog at a children's hospital. Nice. I mean, he's a lover. He's an absolute lover. I've got some videos I'll show you offline that are, this dog's amazing. This dog snuggles with me every night. I mean, when he puts his head on your chest, you're like, his head's on my chest. Like, I'm, it's, and it's huge. He's snuggling. He's just snuggling. My daughter loves him. Yeah. So we were hanging out. We go to Little Dom's, and at the end of the reading, goes, you know, like there are four tables watching us. And I said, yeah, because of handsome James Ferdinand. He goes, no, we're the only table without cell phones in our hands. We're uh -huh. the table laughing and sharing and eating food and talking about this and talking about that and having a good, good time. This is in L.A. In L.A. And then we, we forgot something because, once again, we're not playing with our cell phones. We saw this weird symbol and these, these letters underneath it. And you followed it to the truth? No, I was going to. Oh. And his girl goes, oh, that's the sign for this um, 
sex cult that's here that they all meet up and, oh, and do this thing. And I was like, what thing? <laughs> that's what we're trying to figure out. And so then shout out Sam Tripoli uh, because he's a conspiracy theorist. He's got a tinfoil hat. Not that he needs my plug. What? I'm sorry. We just looked at the Oh, uh, I know. Ladies right? are making out now. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in a second. Okay. But um, so, so we do all this thing. We have this fun. It was the whole idea of getting out, having fun, and just, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. You guys can't see this. There's a nerdy maybe guy. Maybe watching with us. Yes. Well, maybe you There's are watching this. There's a lot of lip biting. There's a lot of lip biting, which I don't. Yeah. I think it's good for I think it's good for film. Uh-huh. I don't know that it's good for everything else. Well, I mean, like one's like a little bitty tease, but when you like actually bite it and then it bounces back, like yeah. it just <laughs> when it bounces, and then and then she's like, "Here, have my gum." You already it's, made it's out. Like that's tasteless too. Like the gum's out of that's flavor. the least attractive thing. Yeah, I think that, it's like, why did you just give her her gum? Yeah, she's like, I like bubble mint. <laughs> but it was this whole idea of us being together. And having this beautiful, amazing time. And then we go back, and Regan's got these beautiful bottles of wine and everything else going on. Yeah. He just spoils me. The whole point is that he spoils me, so I tried to spoil him for, for one moment in time mm-hmm. to share how much I, 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 I spoil him. Now, here's the question. Two questions. One, and we'll go in reverse order. Uh, sorry, chronologically, for you people watching the movie. But have you ever licked just a guy's face like she did? Just just from top to bottom, just did the lick. He, he thought he was getting a kiss, and you're like, this is going to be funny. Aww. And then maybe you regretted that because he was wearing some aftershave, like yeah. Alfred Elba. I've never Stetson. licked a guy's face, but I in a, a male strip club, I licked a guy's stomach. Oh, I think that's worse. Probably, but I hadn't had a did he wash? Did he wash it off with a little alcohol first, rubbing alcohol? Oh, no. He had whipped cream on it. Oh, oh because, okay, so it's all coming back to me now. Yeah, please. I'm going to grab another um, <laughs> It was my... One of my best friends' bachelorette party, uh, of course, and she had a lap dance, which she didn't enjoy that much because she was totally in love and still is with the same dude. And uh, she had a lap dance. He made the mistake of leaving the whipped cream on the table where Steph Silver was standing. So I proceeded to take that whipped cream and put it on the dancer's stomach and then lick it off. Uh, I was 19, um, and then because male strip clubs are very different from, from female strip clubs. Never been to either, wouldn't know. I then um, went to the stripper at the bar who had a dollar skirt and said, the bar, oh, you're The so bartender cute. was a stripper? No, it was one of those like, strippers who just happened to be like getting shots for somebody or something. I was like, you're so cute, and I smacked him on the ass because you can do that in a male strip club. You can't do that in female strip clubs. Sexism anyway, is alive and well. They eventually took a whipped cream away from me, but nicely. Nicely? Yeah. I remember we were in Vegas, and I saw a girl, a very attractive, I should call her a girl, young woman, getting uh, body shots. And I remember thinking, oh, this guy just oh, got stabbed in the yeah. head. Mm-hmm. So we got our first human he sacrifice, by the All way. Right. And the little boy saw it. But back, back to the strip club, he says, nothing to do with the movie, which I think is fascinating. And people get so frustrated, they email me, and they're like, at uh, talkingduringmoviespodcast at gmail.com, in case you just want to hate on this real quick. You can uh, throw all the insults you want, as long as we still get five-star reviews. Um, but they're like, hey, this point happened in the movie, and you got to talk about it, and then you interrupted the point of the movie with a story that had nothing to do with the movie. And I go, yeah, well, that's, that's called a conversation. That's what we do. So they're draining the blood out of his head. We were at this bar in Vegas. I was with some of my friends, and we're debating this. You know, are you do you would you do you rather date a bikini girl bartender or a stripper? Well, the rules, of course, in life. Like this girl lays down on the bar, and she puts um, a a lime wedge 
in between her breasts, kind of like right below her breasts, and then a trail of salt, and then tequila in her belly button. Yeah. So the guy bites the lime, licks her, and then <laughs> sucks the tequila out of her belly button. Mm -hmm. So one, I'm already mortified. Then really? she takes Not some rubbing you. alcohol. I was like 23. Oh, because it's gross? Because yeah, maybe she's salty? Oh, just someone licking someone. It's just like, you don't want to date someone or be with oh. someone where they're getting licked all the time by people. Correct. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I'd rather have a stripper on the stage and someone's throwing dollar bills at them. Yeah. And, like, but they still have to do lap dances and stuff like that. Yeah, but in Portland, like, I'm not dating a stripper in Portland, right? Yeah. But you're not getting licked and you're usually clothed. Like, Portland's full nudity, full contact. It's a little aggressive. You're like, oh, you know, there's your booty hole. Thank you. Can you... I don't want pink eye. Just put that up, back up from the stage, or I don't need that on the lap dance part. Great. You know, and you can't motorboat or do anything, in, in the, generally speaking, right? Yeah, so yeah, in, yeah. in Vegas or something like that. So it's, it's a little different. Someone found me. Um, but so we were debating this, like, do you want a stripper or do you want this? And I'm like, I would rather date a stripper yeah. because no one can really touch her. This girl's getting like, licked. Hey, honey, I made $400 tonight. Fuck, how many people licked you? Right, the more money she makes. Oh, the more money you make, the more people have lived And she's you. not making as much money as a stripper. No, not at all. So, uh, I've never been a stripper. I just, that's what I've heard. Just as you've heard? <laughs> Allegedly. Okay, uh, so this babysitter has now done a human sacrifice at and the house. And all the other people are into it? There's, there's like four, there's one, two, three. There's another guy who's making the dead person talk. So there's four people into it and the babysitter. And they're trying to like bring a witch back or do something. They're doing something magical. And they got the old book and this kid is freaking out. He's looking down. As every child does in a two-story house, you look down through the crack That's of the stairwell. That's why I don't have a two-story house. Yeah. Just this reason. Because then you get to look down and see. And I'm more curious about how they clean up the blood. I'm less curious about that they chose to do it, that no one laid down some wax paper and said, hey, or no one laid down anything. I mean, like, Dexter knew how to do it with the saran wrap and shit, right? Yeah, I mean, this movie's after Dexter ended. True. You'd think those kids would be like, watch Dexter. Uh, this is a white rug. Well, so, maybe they went to Ikea and got a, a replacement before they started. Assuming those parents are cheap. I like that. <laughs> cheap and Swedish. Yeah. These rugs well, pretty similar. Well, I mean, wherever they got that cock couch, Oh yeah, the cock couch. Boy, if there's Sorry. if there's, there's by the way, by the way, this. if there's if there's if there's a couple people that really, really wish that they had a cock couch <laughs> that are now regretting wishing they had a cock couch. We need a new sponsor. <laughs> Brought to you by cock couch. <laughs> Woo, that's definitely gonna save him. Yeah, he's gonna hide under the bed. Oh, he's gonna get his shoes. Knife. He's gonna be in his goofy pajamas. See, kind of a long ways down. But you can climb to the next window. I mean, I mean you can when he gets to be a teenager, he'll figure that out. Or you have those fire escape ladders. The rope ones. The rope ones that you hook on. Yep. He should have one if they have a two-story house. Come on, parents. I know. But, of course, they chose the hot um, babysitter that brought her own disco ball. So Let me tell you something right now. <gasps> no, the whole group is coming in. The whole group is coming in. These are what nightmares are made of. People are coming in, they're fucking, fucking with you, and you've got to wonder he if, I'm, if I'm staying I mean, asleep. Like, hey, do I pretend to be asleep? No, like, what's going on? I would have pretended to be asleep. But yeah? Yeah, but there's no way you could have been. There's no way you, you sleep through that. Through the ear? No. Thingy. 
You got the cute babysitter in your bed. Look at his eyes are open. He's just like, oh. Cute Asian, Asian girl. Cute Asian girl. She's going to give him a shot of something. Ah, no. This is when you go, hey, what's going on? Don't give me that shot. Stacy's mom sick. has got it going on, but no. Right in the booty? Oh, shots Don't let it happen, dude. I told my daughter once she was going to I get so frustrated when I watch scary movies. Because it's just, I know, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the DMV of, of, of responses for people, mm -hmm. right? They just don't know what they're doing. I, I told my daughter last time she was getting shots. We were going in. She was four years old, getting her four-year-old shots. And she's, and she's crying in the car. She goes, I just I don't want shots. And I go, do you remember getting a shot? Goes, no. So you don't remember getting a shot? She goes, I don't remember it, Dad. I said, okay, so you don't remember getting a shot. What if shots what, are, what if shots are like ice cream? Yeah. What if they're amazing like this ice cream? That's why you're in PR. <laughs> <laughs> not in PR. Uh, you're hate, not, you're I, no, I hate PR people. I don't know. Well, I mean, like no. PR. I just, I, I will talk about that in a second. So I go. So I'm like, hey, what if, what if, what if this happens? She goes, wait, shots could be like ice cream. I'm like, there could be. I don't know. I haven't had a shot in a long time. Yeah. I don't remember. She goes, well, I don't remember either. I said, so you have Let's one of two things. We can go in aggressive and crying, and they can pin you down like a crazy person. Probably tie you up. Maybe duct tape you and then turn on arm shots and it'll be a horrible experience. Or you can go in and go, this might be like ice cream. Yeah. And if it's not, I'm going to get ice cream when it's done. It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. And she's like, I think it's going to be like ice cream. So she gets her, she walks in, the lady lays out five shots. Oh, shit. Her eyes get big. Her not little bottom cream. lip starts yeah, covering, hey. quivering. And she's like, it doesn't look like ice cream. <laughs> and I said, I didn't say it looked like ice cream. I said it could be like ice cream. And the nurse looks at me like, "What an asshole!" What have you set me up for? What the fuck? So the okay. nurse goes, "We're gonna we're gonna put him in the legs. We're gonna do three on this leg and two on this leg." Smart kid. Smart kid. Except that he got the shot first. I know, because he just couldn't think earlier. And there's the babysitter behind him, very attractive and ready to sacrifice him. And she, my my poor oh, daughter, she just she's like, "Well, okay, I hope this is like ice cream." And I look at one and I point at it and I look at the nurse and I go, give her the chocolate first. And the nurse is like, it's not chocolate. It's not. Well, shut up. Play the game. She gives her one shot. Harper screams and looks at me. She goes, it's not ice cream. It's not ice cream. <laughs> I'm just dying laughing. Uh, she doesn't find it funny. We get done with the shots. She's in the car. She goes, dad, there's nothing like ice cream. I'm like, would you like to go get some real ice cream now? Like, I don't know if I trust you. Like, I mean, I wouldn't trust me either. No. But we'll go to TCBY and you can get any of the toppings that you want. She goes, any? She was like, yeah. She goes, I don't know if I can walk. My leg hurts so bad. But perspective and lies. Why does this guy have his shirt off? He's very handsome. Because he has to hold the thing like that. Yeah. So my son would get there and he he's six and a half and he would say, Mom, I had the expectation that this would be like ice cream. Had the expectation that yeah. wow, see, very. Yeah. We, our kids are linguistically, I would say, or rhetorically, way far superior above the other kids, only because of the way we talk to them. Yeah, like we bunch each other in the store, and I'm like, no, no, no. And we just we don't let the baby talk thing fly. We make them communicate. You make them do things differently. So that they're better adept. Right. And it makes them seem older and better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just, by the way, parents out there, not that you should be taking advice from me, but probably should. If your kid does baby talk, 100% stop it. Yep. 
if they just point and say one word, 100% stop it. Make them be articulate. They, by the way, they have the vocabulary. The crazy thing is, is all the kids have the vocabulary. Whether, well, not all. Of them. Not all of them, but generally speaking, right? Like, I believe they hide it a little bit. Well, they know how to speak. They know how to articulate. Like, they know yeah. how to say what they want. They know how yep. to use words. Yeah, they know how to use words, and they just. It's not, I guess choose not to, right? I mean, if you don't have to do the work, you're not going to do the work. Mm -hmm. And why not, instead of making it work, just make it more fun? So that big sigh that I just made yeah. was being a boss. We're, we're about to, like, we're watching a horror film, and there's something about to attack There's something there's coming through the wall. noise happening back there. Uh, anyway, um, being a boss, hiring people, managing people has taught me how to be a better mom because I don't want to raise those little fuckers that come into my office and are lazy as shit and want everything handed to them. Just saying. Just saying. No, I get the um, I get the whole idea and I, I couldn't agree with you more. We do. Um, I have some fun. Uh, it's so funny. I'm, I'm talking with this with this group uh, and the CEO and I have an hour and 15 minute conversation. And he's like, CEOs, this is my guy. I like this guy. Tells the recruiter, tells HR. And HR is like, yeah, well, he has to talk to the three people. We're trying, they're trying to grow an office in LA and they want to bring me out there. And he's talked to the three people out there in the Los Angeles that would be working for him. And I, I, I jokingly tell him, I'm, I'm not getting the job. He's like, why not? The CEO loved you. Your letters of recommendation are amazing. The recruiter loves you. Everyone loves you. I go, yeah, that's because they've all worked. I got three people. Three people under 30 that are going to talk to me and be like, oh, wait, this guy's serious. Mm -hmm. Oh, he likes to work. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's the first person in. He's going to he's gonna make us do shit. Yep. I'm like, yeah, I don't want razzle dazzle. Like, well, you know, we've worked together. Razzle dazzle me. We don't, we don't, we don't do the razzle dazzle. Yeah. It's like. Do you want, why do you want this? Well, what does it mean? What, where are you going to go? How are you going to go? Oh, yeah. Don't fuck with Jason. <laughs> you got to work. <laughs> I will make a kid cry. I don't care, millennials. But you should. You got to, you know, you got to, you just got to, uh, it's like this bullshit on the screen right now, right? The, the kid's got the pocket knife. He's going to cut his way out. These people, minus the psychotic babysitter with the witch book, the whole group is... They don't want to work. They actually don't want to put in what's happening, right? The babysitter killed the guy. The babysitter's driving the force. Mm -hmm. And then she's got these bitchy people around her that are just being crazy bitchy people. Ooh, except that guy. Damn. Yeah, well, he's handsome. And Oops. he's just wondering. Yeah, see? Handsome. And, oh, don't, no. And, oh, oh, by the way, good aim. Hitting the soft spot in the head. because he isn't wearing a shirt. Because he's not wearing a shirt. I kind of like that. I respect that. So now we have, oh, and. Well done, Copper. Oh, the cheerleader is dead. By the way, most films, the cheerleader dies about mid -range. Yeah. We usually, uh, I've had some friends that we watch uh, shitty horror films, and then we make bets <laughs> on who's going to die first, who's going to get naked first, what's going to happen. Yeah. We did that with Zombiever, and she comes behind, and, oh, the black guy, guy does not like. He gets all the blood. He gets blood all the blood, him. and he is doesn't like it. Is that why the other guy has his shirt off? I think so. Maybe because he lost his blood, I don't know. But it's like, oh, don't don't pull it out. No, oh, the this other girl. It is. Oh, oh, I think he's already Why dead. Why do you have to like move it to the side? Is he twisting I it? I think he's just getting the brain stuff. Oh, oh he broke it through the skull. See, so why is that guy totally bitchy about it? No. I guess she got these people to come over and they're like, okay, I can be into this. And they were like, wait, now I'm not. No, I'm not. This is my favorite t-shirt. Yeah, what? It's, it's got the crew cut sleeves. It's amazing. And you got the shirtless guy with a, with a WWF belt buckle. 
six pack abs, eight pack abs, and uh, ready to go, ready to take on the day. It's it is he's the jock. He's got to be violent. He's the jock, but there's the other jock. He's not violent. He's got large nipples for such small pectorals. Well, that happens when he gets scared. And the areola is huge. <laughs> if you look at that now, anyone you know, watching this now? Anyone, anyone watching babysitting now? Blood on you. It happens. I don't know. Those, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I he's he's got like large pepperoni areolas for a man. That's, I didn't that's, notice. That's large. Why are you looking at his areolas? They just they stood out to me because he's got such pale skin. For a guy who's so ripped, usually they're a little more tan. And oh. uh, he's not. His areolas are as big as the babysitter's eyes. I'm just saying, folks. In case you're wondering. In case, in, in case you want to take a hard left turn into judging someone who's who's much more attractive and, and better built than me, but probably not as funny. Look at how big they are. How small are yours? Listen, I'm not pulling up my shirt, but they're not that large. I have a couple of pepperonis on my chest. He's in like boots. I don't know, I don't think, I don't, I'm not. Disproportionately to, to the size of his chest, they're a third of his chest. <laughs> they're a third of his chest. How is the one girl in white doesn't have a speck of blood on her and all of this happening? Because she's super efficient. Super efficient. Can we talk about... How dumb that guy is? Or the fact that that girl got shot Why right in the chest. Why is she still not dead? I think it might have missed her she's heart. she's just now figuring it out? I think she just figured out now that it may have hit her fake boob. Can we talk about real quick, uh, at what age do you think people should get plastic surgery? Never. Never. I'm a fan. Good job. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, I think. Do you think there's a disconnect between loving, yeah, who you are versus? I I understand the idea of wanting plastic surgery. Yeah, I do. I I, I get it. I don't. But I think there's a, and and not to judge anyone who's gotten it. Right. Because I have plenty of friends who have gotten it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they don't have this. And I'm not saying they don't have better self-esteem or they don't. Or they're not seen differently, maybe in a more positive light, or maybe in a negative light. I don't know how people judge them from the outside when they get it. But it's more of this thing where I go, I don't mind if you do it. Mm -hmm. But before you do it, I want you to spend three months and every day, morning, afternoon, and night, look in the mirror, as naked as you can be if you're at the office, for sure don't strip down the bathroom, don't get weird. But look in the mirror and just say, I love you. Yeah. But just do it. I challenge you to do it. I challenge you to do love yourself that much. Because well, I don't know. say, like, these are the things I like about myself. Yeah, but I mean, I'm going one step further. I'm saying I love you. Yeah, but you still, like, sometimes you have to step up to that. That's true. You have to you have to step up to that. But I, it's one of the, I used to tell people when I media coached them, I said, hey, strip down and yell what you want to say in the mirror. Yeah. Think about how ridiculous you look. Because you're going to think about how ridiculous you look when you're on camera. Mm -hmm. So instead, do it naked. And then when you're done doing it naked, when you're clothed and you do it, and you talk in a normal voice, it's going to sound so smooth <laughs> and amazing. Right. Because you're not yelling in your bathroom butt naked with someone in your house going, what? I'm sorry, what the fuck what? are you doing? You're scaring the kids. You're scaring the kids. And why are you naked? None of this What's makes sense. On? Uh, Jason told me to do this. Who's Jason? He's <laughs> fired. Yep. So. Made way too much money. Way too much money. But you, you look at those things, you break it down. Okay, well, yeah, no, you can't. Um, I'm not, it's a weird thing. I, if you still want to do it after you love yourself and you, and you just want something different because you want something different, I'm okay with it. 
if you're doing it because you're insecure about something, mm -hmm. then I don't know how someone can love you if you don't love yourself and your flaws. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if someone can embrace you if you don't embrace you and your flaws. I completely agree with that. Oh, the monster! I'm sorry, we're, uh, we're closed. We're doing a podcast. Oh, I got Delivery? She just asked. She was calling. Oh, yeah, you can bring it in. Okay, cool. I just got signed for it. It's all good. Okay, so I completely agree with all of that. I think an additional thing to do is to look at the people that you feel like you're trying to emulate. Mm -hmm. Why are you trying to get this plastic surgery, whatever, whatever you're doing, Botox, boobs, eyes, lift of anything? Who is it you're trying to emulate? And what kind of, like, what, how do people treat them? Yeah. Because what I have realized... Is that not the old... I mean, that could be its own horror show. No offense. Totally. It can get botched. Bad things can happen. Yeah. And what do people say about them in the media? If you are if you are an LA person or a star or whatever, how do the people treat them now? Like, Nicole Kidman fucked up. She She's not as pretty as she would have been no. if she would have let herself age naturally. However, Meredith Baxter Bernie, maybe a little extra lotion. <laughs> Sometimes you can just do a little a little mask or a peel and you're fine. But um, not like crazy peel. But anyway, um, I'm just saying that I have noticed that there are hundreds of people around me mm -hmm. that I've noticed are not the most um, magazine beautiful. Yep. That have the most love. Yeah, that's true. From their friends. They have the most fun. Mm -hmm. They they laugh all the time. And they don't have to look at themselves in the mirror and say that, that they love. Maybe they do. I don't know. But they have a beautiful life. Yeah. And that beautiful heart and beautiful life feeds their outer beauty. Yep. And I just think sometimes when I, I try to compare myself to the wrong people, mm -hmm. I start to think, I need to dress better. I need to do my makeup differently. I need to do my hair differently. Whatever it is. Um, and every once in a while I think, well, maybe I do need Botox or maybe I do need whatever. But then I look at the other people who I admire the most and who get the most love and have the most love of life and from life. They're the ones who don't give a shit about what they look like. They give a shit about enjoying life. Enjoying life and, and bring the best value. Uh, I, I had a friend. She told me she was she's worked with me on a couple of different uh, big campaigns. She was Jason, you're funny. You walk in. And we were working with a different group of people. And she said, you're hot because you're funny. No, she didn't say that. Oh. Kathy. She just goes, Jason, she goes, you're an interesting person because you walk in and you've got the dirty bills, you got some rock and roll, you got some t-shirt on that no one else has. Huh. And you're sitting down and you're in the corner and you're hearing these people talk. They're all talking bullshit and you're wondering what's going on or what's happening here, what's happening there. And you don't care. And then you chime in. And then you put everyone in their place and everyone prejudged you as like this slacker in the corner with a hat and a crazy t-shirt on. And instead, then you come in and you command everyone's attention. And I, I say that because one, Kathy's very kind. Thank you, Kathy. But two, if you, if you, you know, everyone says dress for the job that you want to have. And I'm more of the person like speak and command in the way that you want to be spoken and commanded to, right. you know, drive, drive things the way you want them driven. And if you're if you're looking for a suit and tie to get your point across, then you probably don't have a good point. If you're looking for a big button, a smile, you probably your your point's in the wrong place. If you're looking for triple D tits so that they enter the room before you do, you're probably looking in the wrong place. 
take command of yourself and you know take command of yourself and your personality and and who you want to be and what you want to do that'll change that that will that will in, inspire the people around you and what's going on differently than just your physique because that is going yeah. to fade away i mean yeah. when i met you i was 185 pounds and biking everywhere 210 pounds now got you fat. Great. oh i got fat but it's okay I because at the same time, like in all of that, it's, my it's your perspective. Right? <laughs> I got fat slowly. <laughs> you get fat slowly, people don't catch you it. Don't yeah. like, I don't notice. You just wake up fat one day. You have to like wake up and like, <laughs> what happened? It was that burger? It was the burger and that and big pizza and the beer? It's really how you want singular with beer. Um, that's nice of you. No, beer is a plural word. It is. Is it really? Because they have beers. Correct, but you can like drink a keg of beer and it's have true, like 500 cups. But it's only one keg. You can drink all the beer that night. You could drink all the beer that night, that's true. But it would still, if it's coming from, if the location is singular because it's a keg. Yeah, but if I say, oh, I drank beer last night, it doesn't mean that I had a beer last night. It's like last night I had beer. It could be a lot. A bit. That's true. That is very true. Um, hey, folks, real quick, I'm just going to say something that's going to mean nothing to you guys, uh, but it's going to mean something to our dear host, Dirty Bills. DirtyBillsAustin.com, where you can have, get all your stuff that you can't get here if you're not here in Austin, Texas, live. So, Leslie. It means something to everyone. Gentlemen, I just texted Leslie that her Mad Dog 2020 order was here. She's just across the street, I think. Anybody so. want Mad Dog? Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog 2020, something I haven't had in a long time. Although I was the West Coast sales manager for Steel, uh, Steel Reserve back in the day, and that was fun to sell, and not so much fun to drink. Just FYI. Um, so anyway, so now that we're done with, with, with a little business at hand and the, and the nice people here at Dirty Bills who take care of us and, and uh, let us record here, and we gotta give some shout outs to, I guess, Mad Dog 2020, and. These guys who are waiting these, patiently. These gentlemen who are waiting patiently. God bless them. Or Thank not you. so patiently. Or not, you they're, know. They're like, they're, or they're just looking going, I can't believe this guy's actually talking on a microphone. What a bunch About of bullshit. About us. Uh, you want to come watch a scary movie with us? We are, we are, we are doing it. So. Okay. Wow. Oh, oh, did he just burn his legs off? No. Because it's a movie. His, well, his pajamas, because he's a child, they will not catch on Oh, fire. they're flame, in flame. But they're you know what? If you wash them a lot, which people do, yeah. then they become... Um, flammable. Do you know that you're not supposed to wash jeans? I've heard that. I'm not gonna go down that path. You freeze them. What the fuck? For 48 hours. Just freeze them. Is that what you do to your jeans? No, I'm an adult. <laughs> so, but I told yeah. my buddy, so then we, we, we went down the Google storm, right? We went down the hole, we watched some videos, uh, why do you freeze them? So they took a person who regularly washed their jeans for a year, and a person who froze their jeans for a year, then a bacterial you know, yeah. count analysis on them, and the genes that were frozen had lower bacteria than the ones that were regularly washed. Now, I don't know who's washing them, what soap they're using, how long they're drying them for, or anything else. Yeah. But allegedly, it does destroy denim when you yeah. wash it. Yeah, so does wearing. Well, not as much as washing, allegedly. Well, however that works out. You know, uh, it's hard to freeze anything in Texas, in South Texas. It's true. I but mean, if you could, but we if could you, hang him in the walk-in in, in a like a restaurant. Yeah, just, next to the meat, like Rocky style. Yeah, like Rocky style. You play the would you song. would you try that? Would you freeze your jeans ever? 
Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, I lived in the mountains in Nevada, and we uh, wa- we didn't have a dryer. We just had a washer, so yeah. we would wash our clothes and hang them on the line, uh, and they would freeze. All of our clothes would freeze. They, I don't know how they fucking dried. We'd end up putting them over the, the furnace. Other? But they would, you know, like you could stand them up because they were so stiff from being frozen. Uh And so we did that all the time. And then we would just put them over the furnace to dry out because we had a four-floor furnace, not uh, central. Oh, not central air? Yeah. Central heat, if you will? Yeah. But we're up in the mountains in Nevada. Like, people think of Nevada as a desert. But if you're up in the mountains, it's like Montana. What uh, what part of Nevada, if you don't mind me asking? All the places, but this was Virginia City, Nevada, which is kind of like Tahoe height, like I think yep. four thousand feet. A little farther east, though. Slightly further east, it's in between Carson and Reno. So there was my brother lived. Oh, the bullies are going to save him! No, the bullies are not going to save him. The bullies are going to get theirs. That's what I'm talking about. The bullies, even are though gonna... they're break dancing, that doesn't inspire. Well, they're break dancing and throwing eggs, which I mean. My six-year-old loves. To my my dream is. He's good at it. My dream. You should have your six six-year-old uh, watch uh, Electric Boogaloo, breaking Electric Boogaloo one and two. It's about break dancers that save a community center first and oh. they save a mall second. Nice. What very is inspiring. Uh, electric Boogaloo. Breaking. So, I'm sorry. Breaking break one, breaking two, Electric Boogaloo. Okay. Amazing. I need to find the right person to do a podcast on that with because it is an epic movie. I used to watch it a lot. Back in the day when there was VHS, there was only like 10 VHSs around or 10 Betamaxes around. Did you rent it? I rented it all the time. <laughs> I rented that all the time. Goonies. And, oh, Goonies is my favorite. And what's the other one? Uh, Space Camp. Can I do Goonies with you one day? Sure. We got to do it. We got There's one guy we got to bring I got five years first. So we got to do Goonies with you and then my buddy who lives here in Austin. That's a legit... Like true to life treasure hunter. Yeah, he travels Can around the world. Do it? I want to yeah, do we'll, it. we'll all three do it. He'll bring his bars of gold in. What? Yeah, he's got legit bars of gold That's from so pirates. Cool. So by the way, you palm cool. one and you like sneak it, try to be like, hey, I'm funny. They don't find that funny. Like, I, he's like, I thought I had ten here. Though. I only count nine. I'm like, ah, I was kidding you. I took one. Uh, no, no, not well, funny. Well, it's bars of gold. <laughs> it's a little different. Bars of gold in the fourteen hundreds. Like French fries or something. Bars of gold in the fourteen hundreds. I'm like, look at I palmed it. Look how easy that happened. He's like, the fuck no. away from my gold. Yep, we are no longer friends. We're no longer friends. Um, so Goonies, every yes. time, um, every time Obama said it's our time, what did you think? Not Goonies. I did. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I admit that I love Obama and I was inspired by him. But every time he said, it's our time, I thought, it's our time. It's our time down here. Down you know here. Oh, I mean? yes. Yeah. When they're Up in the well. There. And they're, yep. Yep. And like, we'll send something down for you. And he's like, no, this is our time. Yeah. That's also after he made. It's so also after he made out with a hot chick. True. I mean, braces. he had some balls. And, and he was a good kisser, evidently. Ah, yeah, because she was into it. She was into it. And she stopped being into the older kid. Yeah. And she wanted. She's like, damn, boy. Yeah, she's. She could have been a babysitter. One of these bad babysitters. She, she was too scared to do this, though. Seaside, Oregon. The jam. Um, why in horror films do they always go up? Uh, and then fall? No, but they always go up as well to a place where you can't get away. Well, tigers go up in the tree. 
Yeah, but tigers can get away because they're 500-pound cats. muscle-bound dude can yeah. get up there. You got this guy. He's a kid. He's a kid and he's going up someplace that he can't get out of. It, you know what? He can get on the edge. Oh, see, uh, he's a little smart. He broke three. This guy does. This guy does hanging, jumping pull-ups. He That's thinks true. this is fun. He's gonna climb this tree like a chimpanzee that he is. He's gonna get up there. Can I get another beer? While you're of course, talking? yes. He's gonna get up there. Can you grab me one as well? Mm -hmm. Just whatever. Um, uh, I guess uh, let's do. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Austin beer works. Whatever. We'll make that happen. Thank you very much. I mean, this guy's ripped. He's gonna jump up this tree like a goddamn gorilla and hopefully just rip this child apart even though he's our main character and he's not gonna die but once again babysitter friends and just generally men from I guess you know I don't know if you're oh Steph cracking her beer hold on a second and yeah. bananas <laughs> see look what he did he just he climbed up on the rope like a goddamn gorilla he's like you don't go down and there's your guy. By the way, hair still perfect. He's mm. murdered two people. No, he has the best pomade. He's murdered two people and he's got perfect hair still. Did he, he murder them or did she murder them? And he uh, he's been witness to one murder and killed yeah. one. Remember he threw uh, the thing through the guy's eye? Yeah, but again, he Fire didn't poker? have to work hard at that. No, he didn't have to work hard at it and that's okay. That is the Dirty Bill's door. Ew, that what's on his hands? Dirty, uh, eggs. Is he a demon? He doesn't even have real blood? No, it's eggs. Yeah, oh. they were doing eggs. Oh, but he does weigh we're more than twelve eggs. pounds. Is that like doing? No, the guy, um, the kid, the, the the bully kid was throwing eggs at the house. Oh, see, I missed it. And there he goes, and he slips from because the eggs. Of the eggs! Oh, what? How convenient that is! How convenient that that kid I'm didn't sorry fall. Sorry, that was loud in everybody's ears. That's yeah, fine. That's a lot of eggs. It's a lot head. of eggs that that loosened up the grip to a point mm -hmm. where he couldn't. He hung himself. Where he hung himself. And now his babysitter has, has a, a gun. gun. How did she get a shotgun? Lock up your guns, kids. Yeah, don't worry about your kids. Worry about your fucked up babysitter getting a gun. True. Does no one, check. by the way, can no one hear this? Okay. Uh, his little, his cute little girlfriend can. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Someone heard that. He's what? like, I, so I saw this thing happen, but I really want to make out with you right now because the pool girl. I mean, the girl who's. You yeah, know, the girl you're violent. jealous of because we're both 12 and she's 18. You know, mm -hmm. that girl you're jealous of that you might want to grow up to be like? Yeah. You're blonde with big eyes and, you know, yeah, no. Don't grow up like her. She's a Satanist. She's sacrificing people in my fucking house. I just hanged her boyfriend. There's he, a, she doesn't even care. There's a like, girl who's got shot is. and she's just like, oh, you know what? Well, I just, just, can I, I Instagram this, this cross, story? If I do the, the cross, then it'll all go away. That's what she just said. Allegedly. Are her parents not home either? Nope. She's by herself. She doesn't need a babysitter. She's a big girl. She's like, what? First of all, way easier to get a babysitter for a boy than a girl. Really? Of course. 100%. Why? Because. Just the, the general idea that... She can't shoot a shotgun anyway. That's why she has a shotgun, because it sprays the bullets. Yeah. There's no, by the way, there's no better home protection than a shotgun. Yeah, because you, you don't try, have to have good aim. Yeah, trying to shoot someone with those little nine millimeter when bullets scared. when you're scared and you're shaking, and you're wondering that person's juking. Why do you see the, the toilet movement? when you first walk in the house? I don't want that house. You don't? No. You get you got to know where to go. Well, that's I don't think <laughs> I have to go that bad. You've never just been, been at the moment where you're Whoa. walking in the house. You're like, I wish the toilet was closer today. 
That seems like a really bad problem. Uh, a little bit, but not so much that I want to buy the house that as soon as you open the door, the first thing you see is the toilet. You don't just you don't think efficiency first? No. Like, I mean, know. efficiency, yeah, but not to that extent. I don't think that the majority of the times that I walk into my house, I need the toilet first. So, Except this, I, mean, for, I do live in, live in Driftwood, Texas and work on 2222, and it takes me so, an hour and a half to get home. So sometimes so, you're, yeah. you're doing the dance. But I mean, if someone has IBS, oh, right? Like that, that could have that could have been a home designed by someone with IBS, irritable True. bowel, irritable bowel syndrome for those uneducated and not watching television and seeing those commercials all the time. For fuck's Dude, sake, just sit on the goddamn ground. <laughs> Sorry, this, his vase has fallen like three times. He's caught it all three times, like he's being a hero. Sit on the ground. Evidently, that table's a little wobbly. Oh, mess yes. up, mess up the feng shui while he's got a crazy bitch with a shotgun coming through your house. Stop. Yeah, because. His blood's gonna be on the white carpet in just a little bit. Sprayed so here's what with I with shotgun. I mean, shotgun. at some point, is she just cashed out, where she's she's just thinking, you know what? I'm gonna have to kill the whole neighborhood so I can get this whole witch thing done. Because if I get that done, then I'm immortal and everything happens for me that I needed to happen. I mean, when does she think, shit? I gotta clean up this fucking mess. Or when does she think, shit? This is just not, you know, this this didn't become worth it. I need to go. No, she she's a hard worker, Jason. She's a giver. She's yeah. she's dialed in. Do you not run outside? Uh, they went into the that's bathroom. The power See, toilet. yeah. There's the power toilet. No shower. Small window just for circulation of air. So the little tiny kids can get out. But she's a little tiny kid. Does does no one have a cell phone? Every kid around me has a cell phone, and no. these two kids don't have a fucking cell phone. My to save their kids life. are not going to have a cell phone. When no. is Harper going to get a cell phone? She's not. Well, it's, it's a Never. weird thing, right? Like I want her to have one for. You get one of those five light things. Yeah, I got to get her one that just says, hey. Call dad. Here we go. Call dad. Call dad. Call mom. Yeah. I'm sure Amazon will come out with something for a watch. It'll just be like, oh, Alexa will have like four things. Or Google. will be able to call. Google will be like, call my dad. But it's already been, like they have them. It's just not by Alexa or Google. That's true. So the world doesn't have to revolve around Alexa and Google. No worries. Um, yeah, that's true. Sorry, guys. Yeah, there's a, the gentleman who was trying to deliver some Mad Dog 2020. He could not. Joe, um, today. Just come, you know, or come when Leslie asks you to, maybe. Yeah. So those creaks in the door, that's the Dirty Bills door. That's, by the way, how Dirty Bills, when you come in here, everyone knows you're here. No, not just the blinding it's the sunlight. the ghost and it's the, the ghost. monster. It's the ghost and the monster. Um, did I tell you I had a ghost encounter? No, but I heard you talking about it on another podcast. I had a ghost encounter, too. Talk to me about your ghost encounter. Uh, it was the middle of the night. My kid got in my bed. It's weird how no one says, it's two in the afternoon. And there I was, having some chips and salsa, and a ghost came up. You know what? Stop. Don't say it was two in the afternoon. Uh, it wasn't. However, <laughs> I lived in Virginia City, Nevada, which is an uh, old mining town. Uh-huh. And there are literally um, mining... Uh, two beers in my brain is already dead. Gold? Um, Oil? Well, they, no, they mine silver, silver there. Um, it was the silver rush that created San Francisco, by the way, in Virginia City, Nevada. It's weird how they only Shut talk about the gold up. rush that created San Francisco, yeah, not the silver no, rush. The silver. Now there's a now there's a poo rush in San Francisco. <laughs> okay. No, I'm you know about this. No. They built apps, monetized apps, in San Francisco that let you know where human shit is. On the ground. On the ground, so that you can avoid it on your way to work. Sounds like a fabulous city. 
<laughs> yeah, when I got recruited by a city, they're like, "Hey, what do you think about San Francisco?" And I'm like, "The place where I can buy an app to avoid human shit on the ground." Not hard pass. San Francisco. Hard pass. You need like a, one of those little pooper scoopers. But anyway, uh, Virginia City had um, mine shafts. Is the word I was looking for. Shaft is the uh-huh. word I was looking for, and um, goes movie. back to the couch. Oh. <laughs> and. Um, Anyway, there were shafts that go, the like mining shafts all through the town. It's this little tiny town, Virginia City, Nevada, on the side of a mountain that's like two miles wide, five miles down the mountain. Okay. And it's fabulous. It's cheerleader. And no, if you're watching this, yeah, she's dead. Maybe kind of. Um, don't get close, kids. Yeah, I get so frustrated when I watch horror movies. Um, so anywho, they, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Jesse May, that was for you. An explosion and an hour and five minutes of me scaring Stephanie. You're welcome to everyone. So they uh, brought me joy. So no, actually, I saw footsteps in the snow that went nowhere. Okay. Um, One of my one of my favorite songs by Coldplay. <laughs> I literally saw it. I yeah, at my house. First of all, move. Yeah. Only white people like saw footsteps in the snow that went nowhere. What'd you do? Wait, I mean, I went to bed. Yeah, I just I, that's when I was babysitting myself, and um, like literally, I think my brother was there. He's two years older than me and way more scared. Um, I was always when we were like, "What's that?" I'm like, "I'll go look." Like, yeah. I, I weigh 112 a little, uh, a little too much Cagney and Lacey for you? Yes. Love Jesus. Cagney and Lacey. For those who know what that is. First lesbian cop show. Yeah. What? Well, shout out. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I did. I saw the footsteps in the snow. I saw a ghost in the top of the old hospital that hadn't been um, operated for 100 years. Wow. The fourth, the the top floor. It's either the fourth or fifth floor. The top floor was for um, people who were on quarantine, and that's where I saw the ghost. Okay. In the window. I've seen a lot of ghosts. So I have seen it during the day. This most recent thing was this summer, and um, I had some traumatic experiences earlier in the year, so I could have invited it into my world. Not sure, but. When I moved into my house, I had some weird experiences that are a way long story. This story, in the middle of the night, I heard a kid voice saying, Mommy, Mommy, and it wasn't my kid. They were both in my bed, and I, yes, my bed. And I went to <laughs> Comfortable look. night's sleep. They were still there having a comfortable night's sleep. I was in my son's twin bed. And I heard mommy, and then I woke up, eyes wide open, and said, or I didn't say anything, but I heard, I want you to take me home. Oh, nope. So I jumped the fuck up, and I looked, and that's when I looked, and like, my kids are sound asleep in their bed. No, they are home. What the fuck? And I'm like, it's probably just a dream. I'm probably just sleepwalking, though I have never done it in my life. That's awesome. Happy married couple. Yeah, the hot mom. And yep. what, they didn't notice the rug when they came home? It's How not... did she come back to life? Okay, we missed, I'm going to have to watch this this weekend. She's very spunky for having a shot. Is she a ghost? Like, what is she? Anyway, she's a demon. She's um, a demon. So, speaking of demons, so I went back to bed, and then I, um, uh, I 
finally got up because I couldn't sleep anymore after mm-hmm. I kept hearing, mom, mom, And then two nights later, I was sleeping in my bed and um, I felt, physically felt, a bunch of grabbing at my arm and like almost scratching. And I woke up and I looked at the clock and it said 201. And I. Um, you said, not now, honey. No, I said, Andrew, 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 wake up, wake up, wake up. Because this thing was grabbing at me from the side of the bed, like multiple hands, more oh. than just two. Oh. And um, then I woke up again and I looked at the clock. It was 201. And then. What uh, are you missing time all of a sudden? Yeah, I don't know. And then I woke up and I don't know if it was sleep or what, but I physically felt things grabbing at my arm. Oh. It was terrifying. So I I was in LA. My buddy's got an old place. My dear friend that I that I, that I take over his apartment and he goes and stays with his girlfriend. So I get this whole studio to myself. Handsome James Ferdinand, the dog, stays with me. The first night I'm dead asleep. Dead asleep. And by the way, we're at this point in the movie where the threat is coming. He's going to burn the witch book in case you guys are trying to keep up with the movie and this conversation. And she's begging him not to, but he's also covered in blood. And she's also tried to kill him a couple of times. And all her friends are dead. And if they don't do this by a certain time, this book catches on fire, then I don't know, maybe she turns old and ugly. Who knows? Oh, yeah. But there's an apple. Eat an apple. Do something. But uh, the first morning, the first night, I'm dead asleep. We had had a couple bottles of wine. He leaves me. Handsome James Ferdinand and I are all snuggled up, and I feel a right to my face. Slap to my face. Felt it. Woke me up. I had a red mark on the side of my face. Red mark. I was like, what the fuck? So the next morning I go, hey, uh, Regan, is your place haunted? He goes, oh, yeah. And he goes, there's a ghost here. I go, the ghost slapped the shit on my face. I didn't like it. He goes, well, every time I leave, I say goodbye to the ghost. You, to you nice might to want to be nice to the ghost and say goodbye or say, you know, goodnight. That's what I do. I'm like, hold on, you have a rapport with your ghost? He goes, yeah. yeah, so I can go to sleep. So next night, we're drinking, we're having a good time. I go, hey, ghost, I'm going to sleep. I'd prefer, you know, maybe not a slap to the face. <laughs> Please, not that. So we did something different? Or she? Yeah, he or she, I don't want to assume gender, uh, shimmied my shoulders a little bit. Like, hey. And I said, ghost, I mean, I just don't. Just Once again, you. like, I just, I mean, I understand, but I don't. So, a little nicer. So, the yeah. third night I'm there, combing through my hair. Nice. Combing through my It was a woman. She's hair. mad at you for something. Terrified. Because that's what every psychotic mother does. So then, you know, this is where I'm like, hey, ghost, how powerful are you? I'd like to win the lottery. And we'll just move you into a nicer house, ghost. And ghost is like, mm, I don't think so. I'm going to let someone in. Lake Tahoe or wherever who won the lottery that in California. Tahoe's beautiful. They're going to win. You're not going to win. I was like, damn, I just wasted $2 on a ghost. Fuck. It's probably a ghost in this, in this place. But it was weird. It was yeah. weird to get the feeling my hair move. Yes. I felt that before. Just feeling my hair and being awake and feeling my hair move yeah. and frozen. Yeah. Scarier is... See, we, we judge the kid. I know. We judge the kid. Do? But what do you do? I laid there like a child. Yep. Uh, I used to have night terrors where shadow people would come and get after me. Mm-hmm. My son has night terrors, and I thought it was like maybe little kid dreams, like maybe it was just really tall people, and he didn't know what to do with that and making sense yeah. of it. No, he told me what it was. Zombies were eating his parents. Oh. Dead? No, he didn't say zombies. He said dead people are eating my parents. Oh, that's they aggressive. You. He's six. 
What shows yeah. are you showing your child? Not Young a damn lady. thing. No, he hardly watches anything. And when he does, it's like Mickey Mouse or something like Super Little Kid. Mickey he's Mouse really, Clubhouse is also like, hey, guess what? It was lack it, of stuff that I let them watch. It was terrifying. I remember I was in college. They started when I was in college. And my mom's super religious, like, that's the demon. The demon's coming to get your soul. Well, then I did some research. So one, uh, I think it's the Philippines. There was a, a big migration of Philippine uh, Americans that, 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 that came over to the U.S., right? So Philippines, that became American. They were in the central United States. These shadow people, they, they say, kill people. So they have a heart attack in their sleep, and they talk about, and they all have these dreams about these shadow people. And they, are, they look like people, but they're dark shadows, and they come up, and they touch you, and they run through you, and they put their hand through your face. It's terrifying, and you can't move. You're frozen in your sleep. Such a big phenomenon that one, there's a radio personality that they did a documentary on and then a movie on, but also such a big phenomenon that the U.S. government did a study on this phenomenon. The U.S. government studied it. When? Uh, this would be about 10 years ago now. Okay. You know, the, the guy died. <gasps> By the way, the little boy is now stealing my <laughs> buddy's car, 10 and 2, my buddy's car, who was in the DiGiorno commercial, I'll still call him my buddy because I've, every time I've seen him, I've given him a hug. Uh, and he's trying to drive this muscle car down the street. What a baller! This and, is and, my and, his, and his girl, his my girl is not smiling the first at him. Part, but this moment. Yep. And he is going to go. So into he set the, the book on fire. He set the book on fire. She's trying to turn it down, and now he's going to run the house and everything. Oh. Oh, nope, nope. You kind of messed up there, champ. But you still might get her. Oh, and look at if I can, if I can say it. Hey, Lauren, if you're listening, uh, one, two, three, boom sauce. Boom, boom sauce. Yes. There's a great brewery in LA, and they have a beer called Boom Sauce. It's amazing. In but where? so it would in LA, but they would they would terrify me, right? So it's it's called um, Lord Hobos. What? Yeah, that's that's the name of the beer. Lord Hobos, shout out. Uh, so, anyways, so these things would terrify me. I'd get frozen in my bed. I couldn't move. I'd wake up. I'd think I was waking up, and I wasn't waking up. I was in a dream, waking up in a dream, in a dream, in a dream, in a dream, in a dream. Oh, it was horrific. I went through this for six or seven years, and I remember telling a buddy about it, don't. and I was like, oh. If you're stuck in this situation, don't go don't. toward. Don't go toward the dead person. Just leave yeah. him alone. You got, a, you got a Mustang laying on top of this girl. Yeah, She's, just move on. Move on. Her Run legs, away. she's good. Go to a police officer that doesn't have a fire picker in his eye. So, what? so I would, so I would get, you know, stuck in these dreams, and even though I'm sleeping, I'm not sleeping, right? I mean, you're so active, and everything's happening, and these shadow people would come in. I remember once I was at the, the one of the last real aggressive ones I had. I was with my, I was at my brother's house in in northern Nevada. I forget the city now. It's some small mining city. He was a CPA there. Uh, it was off Highway 93 uh, by the Idaho border. But oh, I forget the name of it. Way high. Way, way high. north. Way yeah. north. And I remember waking up, thinking I was waking up, and I was looking out the window of the spare bedroom. And as I was looking at the window of the spare bedroom, there were four shadow people walking through the fields. What? Yeah, walking at me. And I remember laying down, and the first thing I started doing, because I remember I, I trained myself to do this. I would start singing little Bible songs from when I was a kid. I'm like, this little light of mine. And then I woke up again, and I was downstairs in the kitchen. And they were around me, and they were laughing. I couldn't see their faces, but I could feel their laughter. And they were running up to me behind me and poking through my body. So I'd see their hand come through, I'd get terrified. 
and then come out. And then I woke up again, I was on the stairwell. I'm on the stairwell, and I'm like, okay, 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 okay. And then one of them... Still singing the song? Still, and I'm trying to sing a different song. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Sorry, we are closed. Oh, we're doing a podcast. We're closed, brother. Oh my goodness, I was never here. That's okay. <laughs> hey, tell Bert and ask so what's up. You got it. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Oh, it's all good. Don't worry about a thing. It's been, a, it's been an active morning at Dirty Bill's party, people. So, uh, so they they're and they're at the steps, and then they they all came crawling up one after another at me at the steps, and I'm backing up, backing up, and I'm back in the bedroom again, and I'm frozen on the bed, and I can't sit up, I can't lay down, I get frozen, and they are brushing over me and it, it? it felt and it was terrifying it was it was absolutely terrifying and then i thought i woke up again and i was outside and they were walking away skipping like they were so happy with what they had just done like not like haha i scared you like earlier like when i scared you you're like oh, okay that was funny but they were skipping away like oh this was such a good joy and i was standing outside and i was cold i'm standing outside and i'm watching them and i wanted to yell at them and I wanted to say something, and nothing would come out of my mouth. Nothing. And then I woke up, and it was 8 in the morning. Are you a really deep sleeper? No. Uh, every little thing will wake me up. My daughter will turn around. She'll toss over. Have you also, also, that way? Or yeah, I mean, uh, no. Um, knee pain and back pain. Oh. Like, I just don't. But, I, but I get into those? these. Yeah, but I get into different. I get into different areas of sleep where I know I'm asleep. I know what's happening, but at the same time, I also know I'm asleep. It's, it's a weird, like people who have compromised, oh. I call it compromised sleep. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a proper term. There's some of them, that's not the no. proper term. Fuck off. But it's lucid this, dreaming. Yeah, this lucid dreaming where I know what's happening and I can't wake myself up. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So the key, like the, and what a lot of people strive for in lucid dream, lucid dreaming is to have control during lucid dreaming. Yeah. So you can like move your arms. Like, wow, I did that. I know I'm dreaming, but I moved my arm. I try to usually, by the way I fall asleep, um, I'll go, I'll, when I'm done, I'll wake up and my arms are asleep and I'm like, fuck, like I can't move my arms. Am I still, am I sure I'm awake? Uh, do I know, do I know what's happening? And I'll try to I move my eyes around, I slowly move my head, but my my arms have fallen asleep on my chest through yeah. lack of movement, because it's happened for that long where I'm not moving. It's just awful. I mean, at the end of the day, like, listen, if you have good dreams, count yourself lucky. If you have bad dreams, you have these lucid dreams where weird shit's happening and you can't explain, explain or you don't know how to control it, and then you wake up and your arm or a leg is falling asleep by the weird, awkward position you put your body in, and guess what? It's even weirder because then you're just like, oh my God, I'm trying to move and I can't. Oh, my arms are asleep. I mean, I've had my arms up asleep by my head where I've literally bitten down on my finger and yeah. thrown my arm oh, over yeah. to try to move it. By the way, in case you guys are wondering, the movie's over. The boy saved the day, even though he talked to the, the witch at the end and she still looked good after a car landed on her. God bless her. She looked angelic. She did look angelic. His parents came back after his dad got a... a Horrible hand job from his wife, just keeping marriage alive. Ugh. Yeah. Yuck. Hey, by, by the way, they weren't born with that material. Don't make them do it. Here's the rule about hand jobs. Don't make your wife do it. 
It's just, it's a common fact. They weren't born with it. You've been working with that since you were 13. Okay? True. Guess what? They haven't been working that since they were 14. Some Stop. people have. <laughs> I mean, some people have. They're called, they're called professionals. <laughs> Okay, so just stop. Don't, I mean, seriously, stop. Uh, but the boy, you know, kind of a hero. He got the girl, the bully stopped bullying him. Uh, you know, he won in the end. More, so, big, big picture question. We're gonna turn this movie off. We're just gonna keep going for a little bit here, if you don't mind. Big picture question. Um, where do you wanna, when you look back in 20 years, how do you want to see your boys? What do you want to see? 20 years. So my kids 20 will be years. 26 and 24. Yep. I want them to be... At home in the basement. Mostly self-sufficient. <laughs> my son right now says he's never going to leave and I believe him. Mm. Um, my oldest son, he still latches on to me like he's two years old. Um, but he's incredibly smart. He's also the one who has nightmares. Night terrors, which are very, very different. Yep. Um... But, uh, yeah, I, I want them to be happy, be successfully dating without any crazy girl shit. And when do you think they should get married? When do you think kids should get married? When, when did you get married? I was 30. I think You're 30? It's a good age? Yeah. Okay. When, so 30? But I was with my husband for six years prior. So basically you got married at 24. Basic? Yeah. When did you guys start living together? 25? 26? Did you guys live in no, the sorry. We, we had kids when I was 30. We got married when I was 26. Um, There's so many we, men cheering right now. I'm redeemed. I've forgotten too. Yes. <laughs> I've just been male genitalia that forgets. A lot, you know, a lot of a lot of girls, I think the average age for uh, for first time marriage now is like 28. It's like, it's it's much higher than much it higher. has been in the past. Northern Nevada is still 18. Totally. In small town Texas, it's like 14. Yeah. Like, Sorry, it's small legal. Town Texas. It's legal at 16. It's okay. I know you can get your parents' permission at any time. Oh, yeah. It's a problem. But um, yeah, so I, I think whenever you're like super comfortable and whenever you have, you felt like you've done all the things you can do, I have these two friends, Kyle and Sarah. We'll probably never listen to this, but they've. Sarah with an H or Sarah with an A at the end? H. And so she's not psychotic. That's good. She's completed her name. She's fabulous, and so is he. They just got married a couple years ago. Uh, she's 32, and um, they. she said for her whole life she was never having kids. Well, after seeing all her friends, a lot of her friends have kids, and she loves babies. She just wasn't sure about giving up big parts of her life to have kids. Yeah. But they decided... They were grown folks, they didn't have kids up into adulthood, so they were able to save money because that's what people without kids can do. And they decided they were gonna take a four to six month worldwide vacation. They quit their jobs, they just, just buy a couple did kids. It. No, they decided <laughs> they wanted to be together, do some cool shit, experience the world. And then they feel like they don't have to give up as much okay. when they come back to kids. And everybody is different, but yeah, I think that everybody is different. You know, some people have kids when they start, right when they get out of high school, and it works out for them, and they have four to six kids, and they are married forever. Not that many people are successful at that. Um, 
So it's up to the individual. How do you, so I mean, I, yeah, we both, we've come or been a part of, um, some of us kicked out of small towns. But when you look at that, <laughs> sorry, uh, when you look at that, I mean, like, I have friends, my buddy Mike Libby, Mike, love you to death. He's got, a, I mean, he's got kids that are graduating college or yeah. in college. Yeah. You know, I've got a kid that's going to be five. Yeah. You know, uh, I also look at myself, I mean, I remember this girl, Whitney, that I was dating that I thought I was going to marry when I was 18. Mm -hmm. And I remember 18-year-old Jason. I mean, Jason. it was 19, yeah. Yeah, 18-year-old Jason was an idiot. Yeah. He went out smart. I mean. I was way. And just not yeah. understanding life. Right. At the same time, there's a beauty in not seeing everything you've seen and then getting married and then you guys kind of experience it together and hopefully you don't get her pregnant in the first six months. Different level of energy. D different level of energy, <laughs> different level of, of everything, right? But yeah. also a different level of maturity and what yeah. you put up with or what you don't or, mm -hmm. or what you see is solid and forever and, and what you can walk away from and whatever it may be. But in all of that, the, the, the crazy part or the, the weird part is, is that, I mean, they can work if and we'll bring it full circle here, they can work if they have the resolve that your son has when you leave, they'll stand in front of the door and scream and pass out in front of that door until you come home. Like if you have that resolve, it's gonna work. If you don't have that resolve, it doesn't matter if you get married at 20, 30, 40, or 50, you're always gonna find a way out. Right. You're gonna go, well, this is getting tough. Yeah, but you know what, life's tough. Yeah, and then there's the excuse. And, and we'll, uh, let's close on this take actually, let's close on, because you've been married longer than I have. But I, I love I love this excuse. I love this push, especially when you get married later in life. You know what? Two things. One, I think my child needs to see a healthy relationship, and we're not getting along right now, so that's not the best for him or her. A. B. Life's too short because you're at that age at forty, where friends start dying mm -hmm. from random shit, car accident, maybe a scare of cancer, maybe some brain tumor, something pops up. And now the is the rationale is well, yeah, but life is too short to not be happy. And I always say I agree with it to some point, but I was like, happiness is a derivative of happen by chance. If you're living your life for happiness, you're gonna fall away. Live your life in content and go search, or as a couple, go look for or go strive for happiness. But don't run your life on happy moments because honestly they are few and far between. They're not every day. You might have glimmers of hope, glimmers of joy, but happiness are these are these extremes. Those are the birthday parties, the Christmas. Well, the I don't know, I think happiness is kind of a state of mind and it's a choice to some extent. For but it does, but, but it does happen by, yeah, but it does happen by chance, right? Like you have the same, you can have, you have to work for it. There's the same state of mind you could have, you could walk into this bar and have the happiest, greatest moment and then bring all the same friends back and come to the exact same thing again and it's not going to be the same. And you might not have the same happiness or joy. And I'd call that more joy than happiness. Like those moments of happiness are like ecstasy, like a drug. Okay. And people go, well, you know, we're just not happy anymore. Yeah. It's like, well, we're probably just not working hard enough. I agree with that. So there was, I can't, I don't know who said it, but somebody said it, brilliant, that um, a lot of people think that um, in a marriage or successful relationship, you guys, you have to get 50, 50. Ooh, I the love this. Reality is you have to give a hundred percent. You both have to give a hundred percent. And sometimes time. it's 99, one, right? Like sometimes yes. the person's giving 1% and you're giving 99%. 
And then you, you have to fall into a category. You have to fall into a category that goes, I'm going to keep score, or that's just today, or that's just this week. So what I used to say, especially when my kids were first born, both of them, two and a half years apart, when they were first born, I said to Andrew many times, my husband, who I love, this is just a season of our lives. It's going to be tough, but it's not going to be tough forever. So we have to look at it as a season of our lives that's more challenging than other times. And um, I blamed every tough thing on him <laughs> at that time. But now I look back and I realize, okay, so maybe my lack you're of just, sleep was a problem. You're just pregnant, like, winter is coming. <laughs> the pregnancy was fine. I, I'm lucky um, I, was, I was good with being pregnant, but the lack of sleep and, you know, like I mentioned earlier, my mother-in-law lives in Louisiana and I didn't have someone you know some people are super blessed with people there to help you you guys weren't um no but like the lack of sleep i i took naps every single day my whole life until i had kids my biggest fear in having kids was the lack of sleep and it fucked me it really you don't you don't make your kids take naps they did until they started fighting me and i mean literally fighting me and then i was like okay this isn't the fight i want to pick um oh it's the fight i want to pick i'm like really it's nap time for dad I'm, it's hot, I'm tired. Well, I don't, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. I have two options, and I lay out all of her favorite toys. Would you like to play with these? Yes. If you'd like to play with these, we are going to lay down and try to take a nap. And if you're not quiet for 30 minutes, if you don't talk to me and you're not quiet, I take all of these away. I and she, and she looks at me, she looks at me and she's like, 100% let's take a nap. Yeah. So my, my son, um, who has night terrors, every, Oh, I can believe why he doesn't want to take a nap. Yeah, every single time, every single time till he was two years old, whether it was nighttime or nap, he woke up screaming for 30 minutes. Oh. Screaming for 30 minutes every single time. So when it came like to during the day nap time, not so much. And I stopped fighting him on it. And then, you know, once one does a nap, it's hard to get the second one to nap. So he stopped yeah. napping at, th- at two, two and a half. But kind I, of a baller move, though, because then at least you don't have this kid where you're like, oh, it's his nap time. No, my kid no, is a fucking anything. nap. My kid just doesn't like your kid. You know, you're, you're playing, you're running around. <laughs> no, my kid just doesn't fucking like you. It's not his yeah. nap time. Isn't a nap for two years? Exactly. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an adult. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. We, we, and we, so we haven't done naps, which actually freaked me up quite a bit because I was all about schedule. I'm OCD. I'm all about like, once I have a plan, that's what I'm doing. But, uh, he was not aboard with that plan and there was no convincing. And I, I, I understood it mostly because of the terrors. Like once you see a true night terror, yeah, it terrorizes yourself as well. It's, it's pretty. Intense. I used to have when I was a kid, yeah. um, yeah, I had them real bad. I was, uh, freaked my mom out. My dad thought it was bullshit. I mean, not bullshit. He was just you like, You look oh. like you're possessed. Like yeah. the kids, they're flipping around like they're completely possessed and you cannot wake them up. I no was, matter what you do, you cannot wake them up. We were camping at a campsite. One of these, they call it glamping now, but like one of these places where you pitch the, you poke the car, right? It's on asphalt. You got, you got a fire pit. You got two tents. And my stepmom and my dad were in one tent. And I was in another tent. tent. It's not that glamping. 
Oh, it's a tent, but still, like we had like an air mattress and all that. Like, my dad was my dad was legit. He he really wanted to show me a good time. I, I didn't get to spend a lot of time with my dad, but every time he like showed me a really good time, take me to the zoo, we'd go see Superman movies. My love for movies came from my dad. Um, and we'd go do these things. We'd go to the Oregon coast, we would stay at a hotel, sometimes we'd go camping, sometimes he'd do all of them. He he really like pulled out all the stops to be like, hey man, I love you. Like I don't see you as much as I want to, but you're thousands of miles away, a thousand miles away, 1,500 miles away. And it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's not convenient. Like it's just, air travel wasn't as easy. My parents loved to put me on buses, but that was even a little sketchy. They put me on a train once to go see him. That was super sketchy. Yeah, don't not, do that. My mom, not parent of the year for sure. They're running, still, still not winning on that. But we'd all do these things, but I had these night terrors. They woke up all the other campers and they came yeah. out because they thought I was being abused. Yeah. And he is like, no, I'm trying to wake him up. He's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. My mom blamed it on me watching professional wrestling. Not true. It's um, not what you watch. It's not what you watch. You just, you, I, I, I look back and I'm like, there's a part of my imagination, there's a part of me that was so just expressive and aggressive. You know, or I, I, I would draw, I couldn't sit still. I mean, I wrote a story when I was in kindergarten about a cop that got poisoned by an old lady with arsenic so that he couldn't find out who was stealing apples from the local store. Yeah, you know, interesting. <laughs> my son is And I didn't know what the artist. fuck arsenic was. No, no, exactly. My son's not the artist, he doesn't draw, but he the stories he comes up with are very similar. Yeah. I tell I tell the stories out of nowhere every single night. They say, Tell me a story about a boy who gets eaten by a scientist and I just have to come up with some shit and yeah. they're like, and make it funny. I'm like, huh? Yeah. But um Harry the Foolish Fox. <laughs> Harry the Foolish Fox was the fox that messed around, he was funny, he was good, and his dad had to find him dead, eaten by someone else. Yeah, and my I mom and that. like in first grade I wrote this story. Oh. And the teacher's calling my mom over and like, yeah. fucking kids. Dark shit. What the fuck? And I'm like, these are. This this came out of my head because these are my dreams. Why would you think? You remember it as the fucked up shit too. Yeah, that's the worst part. So much more clear. So here is something I just um, I heard a podcast, uh, a Joe Rogan podcast. I don't listen. Joe, I love him. But somebody told me to listen to it because it's about sleep, and I need it. And so um, it was. You try cocaine? Sometimes it works. To get you to sleep. You never know. Well, Some people drink down. caffeine to uh, to, to sleep. sleep. Yeah, you get crash? Yeah, well, you get the update, boom, as soon as yeah. you be like, oh, I'm so. crash, but anywho, um, there's a, he does an interview with Matthew, shit, the last name doesn't come to me, but anyway, he's a neuroscientist. Oh, yeah, I heard that one. It's amazing. Yes. Fucking terrifying, but also um, what happens is your frontal cortex completely shuts down. So the logical part of your brain, when you get into REM sleep, completely shuts down. Yeah, which is why you freak out. Yeah. Because logic is null and void. And your logic is null and void. And so some people, they go like, I'm playing and there's rainbows. And some people have dead people eating their parents. Yeah, or you get, you know, and that's why Joe, like, and I believe you talked about this, right? He went to, you know, like he does, he does the, uh, the, the tank, where he floats in the tank. He's like, oh no, but like, I've trained my body to such a point where I can turn things off and turn them on and still stay relaxed and still stay in a moment that is different than anybody else. And it's true. It's amazing. It's absolutely fascinating. Anybody who doesn't have respect for Joe Rogan because he's a silly little dude, 
He trains hard to be the smart guy. He, he is works his ass, ass off. off. And his podcast, I, I was talking to my buddy, we were talk, I was listening to it, and, and uh, Regan walks into his, his apartment. He walks into his apartment, and I've got Rogan on one of the speakers. He's like, what is this? And it was Peter Schiff talking about the economics and what's going on and, and possibly what could happen and why and where um, our leadership is leading us astray or where they have a good idea, but they don't understand the history. They don't understand the history of what's happening. And Regan goes, I thought he just talked about fighting. No. Like, I know he does comics. He's like, yeah, 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 I have to interview some comics for my thing. And like, and he does these people. Yeah. He's had Neil deGrasse Tyson on. He's he's yeah. had people on where he's like, I'm not that smart, but. Yeah, but he is. He retains knowledge and he's really super interested in some shit. Yeah. It's not, he doesn't focus his attention on the super smart shit, but he wants to know. He's really curious and he asks good questions. I found, I, I find him a really good, uh, I find that a really good podcast. He and is, I'm really impressed with him. He is the inspiration for this podcast. Oh, really? The, the idea, so when he does his fight companions, and they have a fight playing quietly in the background. Oh, yeah. And they're talking about something, and then there's an arm bar or something happens, and Eddie Bravo or Joe or Brian Count or Brendan Schaub or whomever jumps in, and they go, holy shit, look at that. And he goes, oh, you guys, we were paying this fight because they were talking about flat earth or, or moon landings or some crazy conspiracy that Bravo brings up, or they're talking about wine with Callan or, or, or keto diet with Schaub, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. They're, they're ingrained in something, and then the, the exciting part of the fight happens. Just like this movie, like, holy shit, someone got stabbed. And they go right back to another story. I want to live there, too. We're looking at screensavers now for my Amazon. But you look at all those things, and that was the inspiration for If we could do this in a movie, that would be fun. Because that's how I watch movies with my friends. We're on the back patio. We turn it on. It's on low volume. We're drinking beer. We're talking. And someone's picked the movie. They're like, oh, that's my favorite part. Put it on the Underhill tab. Okay. And then we go back to laughing and doing whatever. Here's the thing, millennials. I don't want to call you out again, but the reason we get distracted is because while we're talking to each other, we actually look at each other and react <laughs> to each other. We don't have a phone. Our friends are t our phones are turned off. We're not just talking about the movie the whole time because we're watching the whole movie. We're having a conversation. We look at each other in the eyes and we pay attention to each other until we pay attention to the movie and then we come back to the conversation. Just want to let you know how that thing kind of works. Yeah, it's amazing, right? When you actually have a conversation. And on that note, you know what? We are going to close on that note. And now you can hear a song about my daughter dropping a deuce. And she's so proud of it. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>